0: Hello again, this is Chad Ellis, executive producer and sound designer of Hit The Bricks. If you're enjoying the show so far, please consider telling a friend about it, sharing it around with anybody who you think might enjoy the show. Also consider rating and reviewing it on your podcatcher of choice. The reviews mean a lot to us. We love hearing back from you. It only takes a moment and it could make a big difference. Now, I hope you enjoy episode six of Hit The Bricks. Hello and welcome to tonight's production of Hit the Bricks, Episode 6. To see artwork for tonight's programming, follow us at Hit the Bricks Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Our show is intended for all ages, but may portray scenes that are rather intense for some audience members. You can find a full list of content warnings as well as transcripts at hitthebricks.com. Stick around for Curtain Call, where we will present a preview of a secondary production, the urban fantasy Kalila Stormfire's Economical Magic Services, all about a witch for hire and a mysterious saboteur trying to ruin her business. Now, we left our unlikely company in a blizzard-battered and vacated witch's den.
1: Confused. The canary was leading me up here, and then. Wait! Where's the bird? Hello! Who are these two? I'm Polychrome.
2: I was the bird that you freed. Thank you for rescuing me, Wallace. I'm also the informant that Jellia was waiting on. This is my cousin, Aurora Borealis.
3: Uh, call me Alice, please. You're both so colorful.
1: You're giving Jesse's hair a run for its money.
2: I'm a rainbow fairy. And Alice is the fairy that sets the Northern Lights.
1: The the Northern Lights? It's you.
4: Yeah. She's going to take us to the Witch of the North. Right? Well,
3: I still don't know if you...
2: Alice, stop. She's pulling
1: your leg. Wait, Lurleen. You're here too. Did you change your mind about going home?
5: No. I just have no home to go to. It's gone, and my parents are missing. I'm so sorry. It just means we have to get to the Witch of the North. Immediately. Alice, we saved your cousin. Time to keep your end of the deal.
3: Sure, but
5: we have one tiny problem.
3: That storm outside is making it impossible for me to conjure my bridge to the Good Witch's Fortress.
2: If my father were here, he would let us climb up his arch over the clouds.
1: Your father?
2: He's the rainbow. Usually, we have to wait for a rainstorm to count on him showing up. Hmm. Maybe I can
4: science my way through this magic fairyland logic. Wallace, what kind of snacks do you have left from Kansas?
1: Mm, Not a whole lot. I've got some more peanut butter crackers, some trail mix with chocolate chips, pecans, sunflower seeds, almonds, and raisins. I've got some dried fruit, too. Oh! We can also look at what Jellia packed us.
4: I don't want to break into actual food rations just in case, but the seeds sound promising. Lurline, what are the rules for your flower power? What can you do besides make them grow?
5: I can transform plants, but only if they follow some sort of... whimsical logic. Like how I made the dandelions roar earlier, or made the jack-o'-lantern combust. So... could you make a sunflower shine? I... Guess I could get one to bloom with sunlight coming out of it,
4: but it would wither the second that cold air blasted it. That's okay. I only need it for a second. We're going to throw some water over it and create a rainbow from the refraction of the light. Hopefully that'll summon Polly's dad long enough to get us through the storm.
1: Wow. I like fairy logic, Jessica.
4: I suppose it's not a dumb idea. We can use
5: the boiling water in the cauldron. Yes.
3: I love a good plan.
5: For
4: this to work, the water has to hit the sun's rays just right.
2: Don't worry. My cousin and I are excellent dancers. We can time out our splash and leap very high to cover the most ground with the water.
1: Okay. Let's make a rainbow.
2: Is
4: everyone ready? Ready. 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 Okay. Seeds ready?
1: Sorted and out.
4: Lurleen. Make them grow and glow. It's working. Water,
2: now. One and two and leap.
1: Whoa.
2: Look at that. I cannot believe that worked. Father, it's me. Touch down so that my friends and I can go above the clouds.
3: Come on. You won't last here long. Whoa. (laughs) Oh.
5: Um... Hello. There appear to be tiny polychromes swimming in your father.
2: These are my sisters. They'll move us up and over the rainbow. Let's go!
1: We're so high up. (laughs)
3: Lillian, open your eyes. I'd really rather not, thank you. Look, it's my flare. That Borealis is a road that leads to the hideout. When I say jump, you jump. Jump!
2: Goodbye, Father. Goodbye, sisters. Come back for me later.
1: That is the Good Witch's palace? It looks like whipped cream on top of a bowl of ice
3: cream.
4: That'll happen when you're on top of a mountain in a magic land, I guess.
3: The Witch of the North is kind of... eccentric?
5: What does that mean? It means she's probably the nuts in this Sunday. Come on.
3: So do... All of these people live here? Yep. These are people in hiding from all over Oz. Most of them are just villagers who are trying to stop Jack.
6: I'll be your doorman I won't let the bad folks in.
1: I'll be your guard of you can
3: sleep that he's my friend. If
5: That's our cook... and our mates... My, my staff is here... but no sign of my parents.
4: Hey, those ladies in the glowing gowns up on the balcony don't look like villagers.
2: Hmm. Oh! Those are more relatives of ours. The Queen of Light and her attendants. They rule over Light.
4: Wait,
5: I've heard of them. They're not from Oz. What are they doing here?
3: The Witch of the North summoned them here. They're shining to keep that darkness that's threatening Oz at bay. It keeps the Resistance safe.
4: The darkness? You mean the
2: unseen evil that Eureka told me about? Well, after Jack and those spiders, I'd say we've seen some of it now. And I'm going to tell the Good Witch that before I
3: leave. You guys, stay here. We're going to inform her goodness of everything that's happened and introduce you. I'm sure she'll want to see you right after. All right.
4: Thanks.
1: Jessie, what if she can't help us?
4: What did I say about inventing problems that don't exist
1: yet? (laughs) Yes, but right after you said that, Jack exploded.
4: Then we'll try something else. We're not going to stop until we've done everything we can. I have to
5: say I admire your conviction, but I'm not sure what I'll do if she can't help me.
1: You can always stick with us, Lurleen.
5: What? I thought you hated me.
1: I thought you hated me.
5: I don't have a reason to hate you, and, um, I was wrong about earlier, so,
2: um, I'd admit it.
1: I suppose that's a
6: start.
2: The Good Witch wants to meet you. Come on.
6: Welcome, most noble travelers, to my palace. It's been a long time since I met anyone from the great outside world.
3: Your goodness, I feel like now would be an excellent time to interpret this meeting and dance and... Maybe later.
4: Um, hello, madam. I'm Jessie, and this is my cousin Wallace and our friend Lurleen. Wallace and I are from Kansas, and Lurleen's a local whose parents are missing.
6: I've been waiting for you. My bird friends in the east saw you and your cousin fall from the sky and land in Dorothy's house. Polychrome and Aurora Borealis told me about your journey so far. You wish to go home. Yes. Our family needs us. Can you help us? Perhaps. And you, frowny one. You're Gayolette's and Kaylala's girl, aren't you? Yes. I'd found my home destroyed without anyone in it. Well, it'll please you to know that your parents went on a trip recently and dismissed their entire staff before leaving. No one was hurt. Do you know where they are? I don't. Great. I don't have the power to send you two out of Oz either. Oh. But they they told us when Dorothy landed in Oz, you helped her. That I did. With my hat. And I think it can help you, too. Great. Um, how does it work? I spin the hat on the tip of my nose, and then it turns into a chalk slate that tells me what the best possible course of action would be to get you to your goal. I'm pretty desperate to get back to my mom. So whatever you can do. All right. One, two, three, spin! Oh oh my! The hat
1: turned into four chalkboards. (laughs) What
6: does that mean? Four separate quests. I guess, one for each of you. There's only three of us. For now. Well, let's see what they say. Number one, let Lurline wake Ozma from her enchanted sleep. Excuse me? It wants me to
5: wake Ozma by breaking some sort of spell?
6: Yup. Oh, look. There's a little scroll attached to the back. Oh, this is the recipe for the potion that'll break the enchantment. Um, thanks, I guess. Number two. Let Wallace work with Glinda.
1: Work with Glinda? Maybe that means Glinda can help us get home. But she's trapped at the bottom of a deadly lake, right? How can we
6: get her out of there? (laughs) That's all the hat says, I'm afraid. Well, I
1: suppose that'll have to do.
6: The third board says... Let Jessica find Dorothy Gale. What? But all of Oz was looking
4: for her and couldn't find her. How am I supposed to do
6: it? If it were easy, it wouldn't be a quest. And the fourth one says... Let... Blank... Free the wizard from Professor Pinhead. So, our unknown companion is supposed to
5: free the wizard from someone we've never heard of who keeps him captive? This is ridiculous. Lurleen. Well, you're supposed to be helping us, your goodness, but you gave us all
6: homework without any explanation of how it'll help us get our homes- The power is mysterious, and I'm just a channel for it. I can't tell you why this will help. Only that it'll give you your best chance. Don't you think that restoring Ozma, Glinda, the wizard, and Dorothy to the rightful places would make Oz a better place and likely help you in the long run? Well, yes, I suppose so. You have two clear leads forward. Follow them and it'll give you a head start.
1: Well, finding the ingredients for Lurling's potion to free Ozma is one path forward, but what's the second?
6: Polychrome tells me that the clockwork butler, TikTok, is the last person to have seen Dorothy before she vanished. He is also currently broken. TikTok's creator, Mr. Tinker, happens to live nearby. He may help you on your quest to save Dorothy. Okay. How do we get to Mr. Tinker? Tinker lives in a town he built on the moon. The moon? As in, like, the moon moon? Yes, the moon moon. There's a ladder to the moon on the peak of the mountain that will get you there. Alice will show you the way. Thank you, your
1: goodness. Yes, Without you, I don't think we'd have any idea of where to go.
6: Yes, I am also very thankful. The way forward will be filled with dangers and trials, but with my kiss on your foreheads, no one will be able to physically harm you. Hey, what was that one for? That's for your fourth companion, whoever they may be. Now, off you go. Time isn't on your side, but maybe you'll find help in the clockwork city of Tinkertown. Farewell!
3: It's up this mountain path.
5: Ugh, this is gonna be such a pain. These ingredients all grow over different parts of Oz. Six-leaf clover will have us backtracking to the Emerald City Country, and they're rare. A forget-me-not. Those are in Munchkinland. Wait.
1: There's one in my sketchbook. Jesse, Scraps gave us a forget-me-not,
5: remember? Oh, yeah. Okay, then that clears that up. We need a Winky Poppy, a Quadling Rose, and a Gillikin Lily. There's only one of those known in existence, and they're on an enchanted little isle. And there's this annoying duck who...
2: My friend Trot figured out a way to harvest the flower. It's in the palace as a birthday present for Ozma.
5: Great. Now we definitely need to
4: go back to the Emerald City. So you're willing to stick with us? Yeah,
5: I think it's a good idea that we stick
4: together.
2: Besides, it's clear that you're lost without me. Oh. we're ween. Stop. Well, friends, I'm afraid I must leave you. I can see my father coming back to take me home. And I am getting very hungry. Because somebody lost my mist cakes.
3: Your mist cakes were misplaced by mistake and missed late. They weren't mislaid by this miss, thanks. Stop. Cousin, before you return to your Sky Palace, I feel that perhaps this is an excellent time to do that dance I was talking about. I agree.
2: You three will have to do the musical accompaniment. Maestro, if you please. Put your one foot down.
3: Then put your other foot down.
1: I know how to walk, guys. It's not that hard to climb a mountain to the sky. One foot, then the other, and the rocky road goes by. I don't know,
5: I'm not that into hiking, especially when it's at this
4: height. Oh jeez. I'm really glad that we have you on our side. Just don't look down, and I'm sure you'll be just fine. Yeah.
1: Together we can take on anything. All we have to do is... <laughs> Please, gonna hit
4: The bricks
1: gonna hoof it till we make it gonna hit. The bricks. It's, it's easy, easy once it you try when you hit the bricks, bricks There's really nothing
4: to it. it All you gotta do is hit the bricks
5: <sighs> How much longer?
3: The ladder can't be far from here It is not that hard to
1: climb a ladder to the moon One rung then the other and I'm sure it goes by soon
5: Sounds really fun, especially for Miles. Sounds completely possible and great.
1: I'm glad you feel that way.
4: Did you hear the sarcasm in my voice? Here's the thing, Lurline, you have a choice. You can complain or just grit your teeth through it. I'm learning to do that, knowing that though there are hills and mountains left to climb,
1: You've got some friends to help you pass the
5: time. You guys think we're friends?
3: Oh,
1: well, are we?
5: Fine, we can hit the bricks, gonna hoof it to it. Do I have to say this hit? the bricks it's fine i guess when you hit those bricks there's <laughs>
3: there's nothing to it all,
6: all you gotta,
1: gotta
4: do is
5: hit,
1: hit the bricks
6: gonna hit
4: the bricks gonna hoof it till we make it, it. Gonna, gonna hit the bricks yeah. it's <laughs> easy <laughs> once you try it when you hit those when bricks there's really nothing, nothing to it, it. all you gotta <laughs> do is hit the bricks Okay, I'll try to explain it again. The morning we were swept off to Oz from Kansas was also the same day that my favorite radio station was doing a contest for Aunt Jane's niece's tickets.
1: I'm following you so far.
4: Okay, and that was the only day they were going to do that contest. Well, when I met Alice earlier today, she was dancing to the radio, and the signal picked up that very same contest.
1: Sorry, so what's the problem?
4: Alice says the radio was playing in real time. Which would mean that today in Oz is still the same day as the day we left Kansas. But Wallace, we've been here for days. It doesn't make any sense.
1: Has it really been that long?
4: Well, I mean, it's been... At least two. Maybe three. Maybe... What time was it when we left the Emerald City? I don't know. I was a little preoccupied. I guess time's relative anyway, right?
3: Yeah, but who's relative?
4: All I mean is, we have no idea how much time is passing back
5: home, and I just... Jesse. I know you're fixated on the time thing because your mom's about to have a baby... But things have been out of sync here for a while.
3: That's true. But maybe Mr. Tinker can help you. Everything he creates runs on clockwork, and it's synchronized with his town on the moon.
4: And that's another thing! How can there be a town on the moon that we don't know about? We can see the moon back home!
3: Maybe it's a magic
1: thing, or maybe Oz has a different moon, or maybe it just doesn't matter.
4: (sighs) I guess you're right. If Oz is getting radio from three days ago, it either means we're in a lot of trouble or in no
5: trouble at all. Besides, we're not going to the moon to fix time. We're going to get instructions on how to fix Dorothy's butler TikTok so he can tell us what happened to her. Right.
4: So, there's a special ladder up here that can take us to the moon, but there's no air in space.
1: You'll get it in a second. Oh, there it is. <laughs> it's a train. A rocket train.
5: Fascinating. But it isn't a ladder. Wait, why am I complaining? I don't want to climb to space.
3: And you won't have to. Here, let me crank up the ladder.
4: Um, so do we just...
3: You get in the train, and it'll use the ladder here as a track and take you to Tinkertown. How will we
1: know when we've found
3: Mr. Tinker? He's the only person living in the town. Shouldn't be a problem.
4: Thanks, Alice. Are you sure you don't want to come with
3: us? (laughs) No, thanks. I've got too many dances to learn to be weighed down with an official Good Witch Quest. But you guys stay safe. Thanks. You too. I'll count you guys down and then press the button.
5: All right, so are we gonna do this?
1: Oh gosh. Let's buckle up.
4: All right, we're ready.
3: Launch in five, four, three, two. Wait, how are we gonna get back? Blast off.
1: Cheeks are clapping. <laughs> Jesse, are you okay? Jesse?
4: I feel kind of lightheaded.
1: Hugs and sighting! Hugs and sighting!
6: Here you are, Miss.
1: Oh, thank you. Um, hello? Excuse me. (laughs) Hello? What?
4: That's where you're sticking that parasol. Oh, I can see from the monogram on your suitcase you're who I'm looking for.
1: Yes. Have you come to take me to Hugson's Ranch?
4: Yep. Train in?
1: (laughs) I couldn't be here if it wasn't.
4: (laughs) Good point. What's in the cage? Canary birds?
1: Oh, No, it's just Eureka, my kitten. I thought that was the best way to carry her.
4: Eureka's a funny name for a cat.
1: I named it that because I found it. Uncle Henry says that Eureka means I have found it.
4: Fair enough. All right, let's be on our way. Giddy up. Giddy up.
1: Perhaps if you untied the horse, he would go.
4: I guess I'm still asleep. But Jim knows his business all right. Don't you, Jim? There we go, boy. Alright, Jim. Let's go! I thought that train would never come. I waited at the station for five hours.
1: We had a lot of earthquakes stall the train. Didn't you feel the ground shaking?
4: Yeah, but we're used to them in California. They don't scare us much.
1: The conductor said it was the worst quake he ever knew.
4: Did he? Hmm. must have happened while I was asleep.
1: How's Uncle Henry?
4: He's pretty well. He and Uncle Hugson have been having a fine visit.
1: Oh, Mr. Hugson is your uncle?
4: Yep. I work for Uncle Bill on his ranch, and he pays me six dollars a month in my board.
1: Isn't that a great deal?
4: It's a great deal for him. Oh, but not for me. I'm a splendid worker. I work as well as I sleep.
1: (laughs) What's your name?
4: Not a very pretty one. My whole name is Zebediah Hugson. But folks just call me Zip.
6: Well, I suppose Suppose you you already already know know my my name.
2: name. I'm Dorothy. Dorothy Gale.
6: Welcome, Cousin Dorothy. Cousin? My Uncle Bill married your Uncle Henry's wife's sister, so we must be second cousins. You've been off to Australia, haven't you?
2: Yes, with Uncle Henry. We got to San Francisco a week ago, and Uncle Henry went right on to Hugson's Ranch for a visit while I stayed a few days in the city with some friends we'd
6: met. How long will you be with us?
2: Only a day. Tomorrow, Uncle Henry and I must start back for Kansas. We've been away for a long time, you know, and we're so anxious to get home
0: again.
6: Goodness, what was that?
0: An earthquake.
6: An awful big one. It almost got us, Dorothy. Hang on!
0: This episode starred Michelle Agresti, P.J. Scott Blankenship, Kaylee Moreira, Lucille Valentine, Ishani Kanatkar, Karen Heimdall, Gavin Gaddis, Jordan Cobb, and A.R. Olivieri. It was written and directed by P.J. Scott Blankenship. Executive Produce and Sound Design by Chad Ellis. Music by Katherine Haas, A.P. Harbour, Andrew Preston, and Jeff Ball. Recording Engineering by Brandon Grugel and Chad Ellis. Story editing by T.H. Ponders. Transcripts by Aaron M. Speckley. Art by Chandler Candela. Audio consulting and cleanup by Sage DC and Travis Reeves. Magic Consulting by Jordan Barres. Special thanks to Davis Walden and Multitude. And now for a preview of Kalila Stormfire's Economical Magic Services by the magnificent storyteller Lisette Alvarez.
3: Hello,
2: this is Kalila Stormfire's Economical Magic Services. I am sorry to miss your call. Please leave a message with your name, alignment, and astrological sun sign, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks!
1: The client's name is Josefina Perez.
2: Client's name is Desiree Onassis.
1: Shadows manifest in people as personality traits they despise, as projections onto other people.
2: What's the shadow of Brushland? This isn't right, Gabrielle. I have a higher power to tell me what is
1: and isn't right. Someone must carry the shadow of the city after all.
2: Kalila Stormfire's Economical Magic Services is a fiction podcast about a witch who has to juggle complex clients and a mysterious saboteur out to besmirch her business. If you like what you hear, you will also enjoy the podcast rewards on Patreon. For as little as $1 a month, you will receive exclusive access to bonus content, including pages out of Cal's Grimoire. Who knows?
6: You might need a spell or two.
0: Good night, and see you in Oz.